Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Good morning, Leonard! Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see because Doug loves movies! Hey, 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 everybody! My name is Doug and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies, strangely enough, recording on Thursday. August 25, 20, I wrote down 2025, but let's say it's 2022 (laughs) Uh, for your listening pleasure on uh, Friday. That's right. This is this month's bonus episode. Uh, Normally we come out every week on Mondays, but this is an extra episode and we've got three terrific guests to participate we talked them into it, and they are Brandon Collins, Allison Rosen, and Jessica M. Thompson. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> uh, let's meet everybody individually and, uh, as usual, alphabetically, starting with Brandon Collins is back. Hello, Brandon. Hey, what's up, guys? Doing pretty good over here. Yeah, you're our returning champion from the last episode. So you've you've been a champion for uh, like four days now, something like that. <laughs> yep, I got a new uh, haircut I, and everything. I'm ready. Oh, really? Yep. You went out and got the champion haircut. I Dang. love it. <laughs> Let me ask you a question, Brandon. You're you're a uh, what do you call it? Uh, Rotten Tomatoes critic. Yes, yes. Which doesn't mean that you sit around criticizing Rotten Tomatoes. It means that you're one of the chosen few who they put blurbs or, and then links to the full review of your reviews. Yes, yes. So my question is, do and maybe you won't know it offhand, and that's okay if you don't, but do you, do you, is there a film that you know of that you have given, you know, like what's the worst reviewed film? Like what's the one that you gave the lowest or the worst review to, I should say, because they assign numbers to it. You, your reviews don't have, 
mm. scale of one to ten or anything, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we depending on how your ratings on your show, your publication do it, you there is a scale that you can enter in Rotten Tomatoes in the back end. Oh, I see. But um, usually, I just pick Rotten or you know, to, you know, approved tomato or whatever. Um, <laughs> I would say maybe the worst review would be either substitute or the happening. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, the happening I think is what, a classic terrible movie. Of I course. think I, I would go with the substitute <laughs> just because it's like our, our review is pretty scathing. That movie is so insane. But then for some reason, there's tens of thousands of views on our YouTube page for it. And it's all these foreign people that are like commenting and being mad at us about how much we trashed the movie. So I don't know. Maybe I was wrong there, but that's probably the the most scathing review we posted. What? I don't even know what the substitute is. Who's in that? With Tom Berenger, a young Mark Anthony who still <laughs> looks sick. Um, it's just bonkers. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's really... I don't I'm even. I, I, I vaguely remember it because. What's that? I'm going to go on Rotten Tomatoes just to read this scathing review. That's going to be the <laughs> <Yeah>. highlight. <laughs> now I'm remembering what the movie was. There was like a genre of uh, teachers that take care of business. Yes. Yes. Like when she goes out to the classroom, there's some badass teachers like uh, Sam Jackson had one, I think. And uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yep. Schwarzenegger, all... of course. Uh, yeah, so that was a genre for a bit. I'm glad we've moved on from that. <laughs> and uh, thank you for being here, Brandon. Absolutely. Also joining us today, it's been a minute, so I'm very excited to have everyone's new best friend back. It's Allison Rosen. Hello. Listen, I don't want to start off on a bad foot. The wrong foot is actually the phrase, but I already feel that I've been maligned because... If we had been doing alphabetical by first name, then you would have started with me. But you've made the arbitrary decision to go by last name. <laughs> Doug, what do you have to say for yourself? I say that anytime a, a bunch of names are listed by the first name, that's not a serious alphabetizing because, uh, you know, generally everybody's alphabetized by their last name throughout right. their uh, entire existence, unfortunately. And you're, you're an interesting one because uh, Rosen and the letter R, you know, you're not, you're, there's plenty of big letters following yours. I mean, we got a T with us today. Right. Uh, so, you know, it, but there is, you're right about that. It's kind of unfairly arbitrary, but when yeah. you have three guests, I can't flip a coin to decide who to talk to first. I just, you know, oftentimes I, I enjoy a privilege. And so it was a real slap in the face to just be, you know, tossed in in the middle, I guess. But it, it, for Wait, me, the so middle. Where, where do they alphabetize by first name? Look, I don't. Because like, if you're on a guest list at an event, they don't list it by your first name. They list it by your last name. I know. Uh, you're right. And I it, it <laughs> pains me to admit it. You know, but you're right. At the in, DMV, in your, when you go, when you get the line that says R through W or whatever. No, it's in your less because <laughs> it's your last in name. your less serious <laughs> opportunities in life. You're right. It's in joking, unserious, frivolous situations. They will go by first name, summer camp. I, let's say. I think and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're right. So here's the deal. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna call it the uh, the Allison Rosen Amendment or what you know whatever it doesn't really need a name, but moving forward, 
I'm going to alphabetize everybody by their first name. Oh, my God. I love it. Finally, justice for my people. And it adds to the arbitrariness of it. You know what I mean? Because like it. my love friend it, Jeremiah it. Watkins, who always has to go last, yes. <laughs> uh, is suddenly vaulted into probably somewhere in the middle. But I've had shows where every all three guests, uh, you know, are like, you know, two B's and a C or something like it's mm -hmm. it's it's crazy how uh, random it is because uh, I'm not booking guests based on their last name. I'm booking them based on things their like first this. name. Are you ready? Are you ready for this, Allison? I'm ready. Lay it on me. There's a guest joining us today because her well-reviewed movie. <laughs> I mean, the reviews don't concern me because it just came out. But nonetheless, it's well-reviewed and it's out right now. Uh, the opening date is Friday, August 26th. And we have the director and co-writer of a motion picture called The Invitation. It's Jessica M. Thompson. Hello. Why, hello. Why, thank you. I was a little thrown <laughs> as well, Alison, with what was the running order. I was like, oh, it doesn't matter. I'm going to be third regardless. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but there we go. Uh, it turns yeah. out either way, yes, both of your initials are, are third uh, in this one. But you're still, uh, you know, tied for, you know, everybody at this point in the show. <laughs> uh, you have lost nothing. And uh, what I'd like to do now is hear your I know you've done tons of interviews so you probably have like a you know one sentence or a paragraph description of your movie that also doesn't spoil it yes I won't spoil it I promise um uh, <laughs> some young, filmmakers say too much I know they do enough. and in some interviews I do it depends on what we're embracing I'm always I always let you run with that if you tell me no spoilers I will not spoil yeah um yeah, so it's a, a young woman. She's an artist uh, uh, hustling in New York City, and she's recently lost her mother, and she does a DNA test and finds out she has a long-lost relative, and that long-lost relative invites her to a wedding, a uh, fully paid trip, and uh, things go awry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we were assuming that last part, because how <laughs> weird of a movie would that be? She goes and has a lovely time. <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> that's it there is no story and i mean that could be a comedy yeah yeah but i don't think it is one well we yeah. are definitely subverting that rom-com idea of the you know the destination wedding that you see sent up in a lot of romances and a lot of comedies but we decided to put a horror twist on it i can't wait yeah uh, good thing so i'm excited to watch it how yeah. scary is it I know without without spoiling it for someone like me who's like a, a total wimp. How so, scary are we talking? Uh, it, it's pretty. It's up there, but I would say I'm more of a fan of building tension than I am of you know. Uh, there are a couple of jump scares. I won't you know. Jesus. Sorry to say, but <laughs> the vast majority is more about you know squirming in your seat, knowing that something is going down and that you're ahead of the lead type thing. Got it. So yeah, don't worry. It's more of a tension building, Hitchcockian type thing. Ooh, that sounds good. If I'm yes. allowed to compare myself to Hitchcock, <laughs> I mean, we could uh, we could turn to the rating for like some guidance because it's mm -hmm. the PG thirteen. Yes, Correct. But, but the R version is coming out later. Oh, wow. I love that. I love seeing a PG-13 knowing that I'm going to get to see the R at, at, you know, at another point. Because yeah. it really did come down to cuts you would rather have not made. But for fi financial reasons, like it seemed like it would make more money if it was a PG-13. Yeah, basically, when the audience wants something and you get all these 13 to 18-year-olds who are like, 
we want to watch this film. You're like, okay, I'm going to listen to you. I'm not making a film in a vacuum, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I really, you know, I love the R version. I love both versions. And then now that I know that A Quiet Place is PG-13, and I think that's one of the scariest films in the last, you know, three, four years. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, oh, you can, it's a challenge, right? It's like, how can you still make things elevated and scary while limiting the amount of gore? And I, I appreciated the challenge. That's, uh, I always go to, I. You know, to me, there's very few examples who do it very well. And uh, one of those for me would be uh, Sam Raimi's Drag Me to Hell. Absolutely. Ooh, and that's I like I think the first Insidious is PG-13 as well. I if I'm think sure. so. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I think because that's what it comes down to is the uh, creepiness as opposed to bloody violence. Yeah, what is the content I- that makes it R? Blood. You know bloodshed, it seems uh, like. Not just blood. It's the... Am I allowed to swear on this podcast? Yes. Uh, you can only have one fuck. Uh-huh. So I had six and I had to <laughs> cut them down. Um, and the sex scene also got cut by more than a quarter, more than three quarters. Sorry. Um, yeah. So those are the eight. And then we cut out a little bit of gore, but it wasn't actually as bad as I thought it would be. Oh, the, the having to make the cuts? Yeah, like as in, I actually thought it would, you know, PG thirteen to me sounds uh, a, like a little like a family film or something. I'm like, oh, this is fine. Kids today, they watch everything. So uh, it's actually, you know, to me, it's still scary as all hell um, with those guidelines in place. Yeah, well, I'm gonna wait the... for the sex box. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this, but this is the, the the situation these days is so interesting that when you when you're making a motion picture that's going to be theatrically distrib- distributed, uh, you know, there's all this c- concern about PG and PG thirteen and R and whatnot, and like uh, movies that go straight to streaming or movies that were in theaters and now they're on streaming. It just feels like uh, any streaming service. I don't think what the ratings are is their focus at all. It's all just title and poster and who's in it. And then people click on it. So it's wild the how I think the landscape's going to change. In oh, that. for sure. I actually you think it's really saddled cool. saddled with an R, with... just, what's that? I think it's kind of cool that you get to choose, you know, at home. Wouldn't that be great if you wanted to watch, you know, something with the family and you had some older teenagers that you put on the PG-13 version? And then you have, I think that would be incredible if we could, we could choose, you know, what the, yeah. each time we click mm-hmm. on something. But it feels like a lot of these horror movies they're making for streaming, they just they just show up on streaming with no, you know, like it's not like when you're looking at movies to see in a theater, the the, the rating is generally put somewhere very clearly, you know, and, and in streaming, it's more like all of the warnings are just verbal, like nudity and violence. Totally. Or whatever. I mean, and when so, I was young, I definitely watched some films well before I should have. I was, the, <laughs> I was the youngest of four. I don't know about you guys, but I watched, you know, so many course. things. I remember watching Clockwork Orange when I was like 10. And I was like, nope, that was too young. <laughs> like, But now I feel like, uh, like, you know, people today, like you said, on streaming, they can watch anything. So there you go. Yeah, it's really, uh, uh, really up for grabs. And uh, but go see the invitation in the theater because that's that must be exciting for you as a filmmaker to for it to actually be in theaters because so many movies are skipping that that step oh absolutely and we've done you know the sound design and music and score are so important to me and um you know i'm always someone who's like more bass more more subwoofer so i think seeing it in the cinema is the true spectacle you know uh you know that that 4k projection and uh that dolby atmos all the way (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely going to see it in a theater. 
Uh, thank you for being here. Thank everybody for being here today. Uh, we're going to play some, you know, movie trivia sort of games that uh, I make up. But before we do that, uh, I like to take a stroll through Recommendation Nation. That's where I ask each one of my guests to recommend a movie. And of late, I decided to uh, theme it so that I'll tell you what kind of movie I'm talking about. And then you give me a recommendation that fits that category and uh, kind of fitting in with the uh, horror theme that we've been discussing. It turns out that uh, Tim Burton is celebrating a birthday today. So my question for the three of you is what is your favorite or can you recommend like, which one do you think people would enjoy the most uh, Tim Burton movie? And we'll start with Brandon. Even though wow, Allison likes to go first, I, I do like to go first. <laughs> Yet again, it's like, am I? Is anyone hearing me? <laughs> uh, okay, Allison, this time you can go first. Thank you. What would you like to recommend I, from the great Tim Burton? So my son is obsessed with Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, and so I have become someone who has the music stuck in my head all the time. It's incredible. Uh, and you I just stole listened- my one. Yes, oh no that's why, to, <laughs> that's why i had to go first yeah <laughs> i jotted down a few just because i like to say one after everybody's made their picks and uh i that's i love that it's that one is a universal favorite amongst all four of us because uh there's just something about that movie i don't know i don't know what it is but because hardly anything happens over the course of it oh but it's so emotional i get so yes it's the emotion that's what it is that's what really and the music yeah mm. yeah and yeah the music's beautiful and, and catchy and very earwormy mm-hmm. uh so allison is just stuck with it in her life yes and i just listened to um the episode of that podcast song exploder where um danny elfman comes on and talks about now i'm forgetting which song which is really pertinent to the story but it's either this is halloween or what is this and and that was a really interesting episode as well not to recommend other podcasts because people should only listen to podcasts hosted by people on this episode of doug loves movies (laughs) or just doug loves movies but anyway yeah so that's mine and i'm sorry if i stole everyone else's well, I, you know, I do not mind everyone saying the same thing, but if you ha- if anybody has a different one, of course you can uh, offer it up. Um, but Allison really snaked it with this whole, uh, you know, <laughs> this whole fun uh, protest, this uh, alphabetical order protest, really put her in the catbird seat. But Brandon, mm. what's another Tim Burton? Uh, man, that really sucks is my wife is going to be mad that I didn't get Nightmare Before Christmas. That's her favorite movie. I took her to go uh, Barclays Suck Center. Suck it, wife. <laughs> Damn, like Danny Elfman, Danny Elfman do the, the music live at Barclays Center. Wow. Looked like the cat. It was incredible. But anyways, uh, I'm going to go with, and this is going to be really weird. I'm going with Batman Returns because I remember seeing that opening night in the movie theater. And it was the first time when I'd seen a, th- um, a theater so packed out that people were sitting in the aisles. And two, it opens with Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee Wee Herman, and his wife dumping their deformed child into the water, into the sewers of Gotham City. And just as like a six-year-old kid, I was like, they can do movies like this? So it's had a lot lasting impression on me. And I think that that's... Um, it's it's a really uh, signature Tim Burton in regards to set pieces, costume design. 
uh, I think it's, it's a great film. Well, there you go. I mean, that was a glowing review for your second choice. <laughs> so I hope uh, your wife is, uh, you know, going to be okay. I yeah, think the two of you will get through it. <laughs> uh, Jessica, what's yours? I mean, yes, the Nightmare Before Christmas is like one of my one of my favorite films. Um, I love the lyrics. I think it's beautiful. But I'm going to be cliche and say Edward Scissorhands. It's a classic, and that scene where Winona Ryder's spinning in the snow and he slashes her. I just love it. I think it's beautiful. That's so it's creepy, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, you know, probably the most visually sumptuous. Uh, Tim Burton, but they're mm-hmm. all like his, you know, that's, that's job one with him is uh, like, everything looks so cool in, in all of his movies. And there's so many that we could have gotten into. Uh, but I just want to, you know, for the fun of it, I'm just going to go back to, you know, the one that started it all before Pee Wee started dumping babies into rivers. He, uh, in <laughs> sewers, he of course had an adventure uh where he uh was trying to find his bicycle and so peewee's big adventure uh, tim burton's first feature film uh i would say is still to this day my my favorite tim burton movie amazing <laughs> so many things that are just quoted by people in life from that movie you know what i mean like i can't think of if somebody mentions the alamo for some reason i can't th- Think, I can't not think about it. there is no basement in the Alamo. <laughs> I can't, I can't, think, I can't not think about. It. And if you're around somebody who hasn't seen that movie, you know they're not going to know what the hell you're talking about. Uh, but thank you for all of these recommendations of Tim Burton movies. Uh, happy birthday to Tim Burton. He's an avid listener, so it's uh, happy to give him a shout. <laughs> and uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back after these important messages. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We're back. And were those messages important enough for you? Let's play a game uh, that we've played a bunch of times on the show. Allison may have played it before because it's uh, been around for a little while. I don't, and maybe even Brandon's played it. Uh, it's called How Long Is It? And basically, this is how the game works. I'll name a thing. Each of you will guess uh, how long it is. And uh, whoever gets closest with uh, going over Price is Right style is the winner of the game. Amazing. Oh, my God. I'm so ready for this. <laughs> Hope everyone knows I'm highly competitive, but also very terrible at all the games. So here we go. Also, I feel this is a really subjective uh, take because <laughs> how long did that movie feel? Oh, yeah. uh, it's very well, different to how long it really is. It's a different thing every time. But here's oh. the weird part is it always has something to do with Tom Hanks. I don't know why. I just <laughs> did a personal fascination with Tom Hanks. 
And so uh, <laughs> here it is. Um, how long is the amount each day on average that Tom Hanks spent in the makeup chair to become grotesque Colonel Tom Parker in Baz Luhrmann's Elvis? And uh, Allison, you get to go first. Uh, hoist on my own petard. I was just watching <laughs> this movie and um, wow, so much happening there. And also that accent, not how the real Colonel Parker spoke, but I'm going to guess. Was the real Tom Parker in his, because you see him over from like 40 to 80 over the course of the movie, right? So I haven't seen the whole movie, but oh, that, okay. sounds, that sounds but right. That's, that's what I've heard. Yes. Okay. So you, that's, have you seen it, Brandon? Yeah, yeah. I saw it. I saw it. Yeah. Okay. You see the and whole, you see, you him, see him throughout the whole, yeah, the whole. Yeah, he ages quite a bit over the course of it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and uh, prosthetics the whole time, though. He's never like, he's never like a young Tom Hanks looking dude. Oh, no. he's, he's, always, never, <laughs> he's never seen that guy. Yeah. And <laughs> it's I, always packing on the, the whole time. But wasn't the real Colonel Tom Parker just kind of normal size until late in his life? Or am I just... Oh, I don't know enough about the Colonel. I know about Elvis, though. And I his, just yeah. always, you know, I grew up knowing about Elvis and that he had this, you know, manager, Colonel Tom Parker, yeah. who was, a, a, you know, clearly a lunatic or, you know, there's lots of wild stories about him and that he was, you know, and that he, and, you know, of course, the guy who discovered Elvis, that's a pretty cool credit to have. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but I don't think he was... I don't think he's I how will Tom say Hanks though, with Austin him. Butler, they didn't they didn't let him get too fat towards the end. He still he still looked pretty good at the end of that film. <laughs> Do you agree, Brandon? He, like, I, he definitely looked decent. They they got as close to Austin Butler looking like Elvis during that final performance as mm -hmm. I would I would applaud the makeup. Like actually watching the the real footage of Elvis, I thought they did a good job. Still made him look pretty. Absolutely, yeah. Well, Whereas and, I yeah. feel like Tom Hanks as Colonel Parker looks like Martin Short in pure luck when he gets stung by a bee. Um, it does. A it's timely got, reference. It's, it's got a it's cartoony looking. Yeah, it looks like it's speaking of that exact reference. It looks like Jiminy Glick. Yes, that's a, the better reference. I I'm think so, it's yeah. like a Danny DeVito the Penguin. Like I think it was, <laughs> yeah, that too. It that too. It was creepy like that. <laughs> So yeah, I okay. So without going over, I'm gonna guess three hours and forty minutes. Okay. Okay. Brandon, you go next. Three hours. Oh no! Or do I have to go? <laughs> do I go next? Because Brandon's got the champion, reigning champion. No, well, we'll, we'll go uh, Brandon next because we're you know the reverse alphabetical order <laughs> okay, gotcha. or not reverse. Allison Amendment. Yeah. yeah. The Allison it's Amendment is three hours. <laughs> <laughs> Allison, you said three hours and 40 minutes? I did. I'm just going to... Don't do you dare. Three and a half hours. Oh. That's so specific. I'm like, eh, let me just... Oh, my <laughs> God. You bastard. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, he could have also done the like Price is Right thing, said three hours and 41 minutes and really screwed you over. That's true. Yeah, That's give you only true. that give you only that one minute window to be correct. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jessica, we got three forty and three and a half. Uh, otherwise known as three thirty, I guess. Uh, what yeah. do you think? Brendan stole my one again. I'm really. <laughs> you would have gone three and a half. I would have gone well? three and a half. So I'm going to say three. Okay. Well, 
uh, I'm sorry how this turned out because exactly what you suggested, Jessica, originally, the three and a half hours is is the amount. And Brandon snaked it, but Allison, so close. (laughs) Thank you. To taking it. All (laughs) three of you did terrific work here. Uh, You know, that's what I always you know, have here have heard and experienced with, uh, you know, movie sets is that the prosthetic makeup thing, you know, generally four hours. If yeah. it's like Elephant Man, then it's like six or seven because it's so much stuff, body stuff, too. Yeah, we put Thomas Doherty in, in pretty heavy prosthetics, not giving away what happens at the end. But and that took four hours. So that's what made me think. Mm, there you bit, go. It's a little bit less than what we did with him. So I was thinking three and a half was about right. Yeah. Well and done, Brandon. Well it, def- it, def- it takes longer than you want it to take when when production's waiting. And oh, uh, and and for the person having it done to them, it's uh, I, I find it to be absolute torture. But uh Actors that are good with that stuff, uh, obviously, are, are you know, they're going to work. Didn't Jim Carrey say, like, his Grinch <laughs> make it took, like, an hour or something like that? I don't know, but That's however long it took, I remember he was very, very unhappy yeah, about it. And I thought, did he just not remember making the mask? Because <laughs> he had lots of prosthetics in the mask, uh, and you know, many years before, but... Uh, I guess Grinch was just way more uncomfortable because it's like head to toe, whereas mask was a lot of, vision, you know, a lot of uh, post effects and stuff. Uh, but anyway, congratulations to Brandon for narrowly winning that game. But guess what? All he wins is he's the one that definitely has to go first in our next game that we are going to play after this break. We'll be right back. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep. The application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs. Just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. We're back. Brandon Collins won that last game in a squeaker. So close. And uh, he gets to go first in our next game. And our last game, this is going to determine a winner today. And before I describe our game, I have a question. Have any of you seen Prey on Hulu? Yes, sir. No. You have? Uh, Jessica, have you seen it? Not yet. It's on my list for this weekend. Oh, my goodness. You're going to have a good weekend. Your movie's out. You get to see Prey. <laughs> yeah, I'm and uh, Allison, are you familiar with this movie at all? No, I'm having trouble placing it. I feel like I've heard it, but I can't remember what it is. It's the latest in the Predator series, but really a departure because it takes place, uh, you know, before modern times. Yep. It's a period film. And also a young Indian girl uh, is the one to fucking, you know, step in and kick the Predator's ass or try and to. So isn't it in a Native American language? Uh, a lot of it is, yes. Kama- Kamanchi or something like that? Yeah, with uh, subtitles. Amazing, uh, but but not you know I don't I don't think it's like subtitles beginning to end. Oh, okay. but, but there are. It's not apocalypto in that you know 
Yeah, it doesn't go full ap- apocalypto. <laughs> but a majority of the cast are indigenous, so it's it's very dope in regards to representation. Yeah, extremely dope. That is that was that in your review? Uh, we have another review yet. That's coming out next month. But, I hope so. I hope um, it's really dope. <laughs> well, I've heard great things. I mean, I'm a big fan of the OG Predator, and I've hated all the new Predator versus <laughs> Alien, terrible. So I feel like this is like a, very much a departure from those ones and goes back to the roots, which I think is really cool. Well, this is exciting because I think you're really going to enjoy this game that I devised in honor of uh, celebrating uh, Prey and what I feel. I, I think Prey is like, for me, the best Predator movie. But, uh, you know, that's just my opinion. But the game is called The or Them. I'll say something like a factoid, a fun fact. And then the answer to the question I'm looking for from each of you is, uh, does that fact apply to the motion picture uh, that they made in 2010 called Predators or the 2018 version called The Predator? (laughs) Most confusing titles in the business. Oh, boy. uh, Or both. So each of these facts will apply to the predators from 2010 so the answer is either predators or the predator or both and the first person that i go to will be brandon he'll get to guess if he gets it wrong then from the remaining two options is what uh, jessica gets to choose from and if she misses it allison gets the gimme point because it'll be which one and whenever somebody gets one right the next uh, you know, the next person in line starts on the, uh, on the next one. We'll play a few rounds, and then we'll we'll say, "Yay, we have a winner!" Let's do it. Um, okay, uh, Brandon, you ready? Uh, sure. <laughs> I can give you some time if you need it. No, no, I'm good. Uh, I'm good. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, has an Academy Award-winning actor in it. Oh, okay. That's Predators, because that's Adrian Brody. You think Adrian Brody and Predators yep. would make it the answer and that there's no one that's won an Academy Award in The Predator? Oh, uh, that's a good question. <laughs> that's why both is an option. I just want to make sure you weren't, you know, missing that. No, Possibly. no, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with my initial one, uh, Predators, because I'm thinking about the Predator and the cast as great as they are. I don't think anyone has an Oscar. Okay, <laughs> you got it. That is correct. The answer is Predators. Congratulations, you're on the board, Brandon, with one point. Cool. And now we move to Jessica. Oh, you get a brand new one. Did you know that one, Jessica? No, not at all. I have not watched either of these films. <laughs> They're both that's terrible, Jess. They're both yeah, terrible. I, mean, that's what I, I was thinking they look both through that. <laughs> that's so garbage. funny that there were enough garbage Predator movies that it just turned you off to... Oh, yeah. Because I'd say 
these two uh, certainly are very, I, I think, are quite flawed, but also better than, you know, what was happening, you know, early on. And, and then the Versus movie, of course, was terrible. Oh, the vers the, the uh, Versus was the only one I did see and I thought was just atrocious. Yeah, so bad. So that just ruins it for all the Predators. But interestingly enough, Predators with an S not only has Adrian Brody in it, but also Mahershala Ali. What? Who so has, has two, two, two freaking Oscars. Yeah, yeah. He, he's in it. I do not remember him. I just remember Lawrence Fishburne's crazy ass. <laughs> so you're telling me Predators, does Lawrence Fishburne have an Oscar? No, yeah. he was nominated, but like okay. he didn't. But I just think it like King of Scotland. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> no, that but was, was um, say, that was Forrest have... Whitaker. Oh my God, I'm so terrible. But um, <laughs> how does Predators have three Oscars between it? Like that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, that was the thing when Predators came out. The, the you know it was one, another one of those ones where the reviews like kind of tricked me into seeing it because they were really like, no, this one's got, you know Predators back on track with Predators, and you know it stars Adrian Brody. You know it, he did definitely kind of class it up. And then of course I, I don't you know I don't think it turned out great, but. Um, uh, and like uh, Brandon said, like that question was devised to confuse a little bit because just because of the fact that the other film might have somebody in a small role that went on to win an Oscar. You just never know. Unless, you know, like Brando, <laughs> Jessica. Which one or both Predator, Predators or both has someone from the cast of Boogie Nights? in it i mean this is just such a guess now that i feel like predators has every single incredible star i feel like is it marky mark is in one of them oh my god <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna have to say predators just because it seems adrian Brody, like i just feel like someone no who else is in it <laughs> so i'm gonna say i'm gonna say oh maybe oh my god that would be so crazy if it was both I'm going to say Predators. I'm going to say Predators. Predators is your final answer. Yes. I'm sorry. That is not the answer we're looking for. I'm Allison. Okay. Now, <laughs> Allison, it's narrowed down to the Predator or both of these films. Now, let me just get a little something straight. The Predator, which, okay. Predators. <laughs> you know, I, I totally know. I'm just, this is just, um, you know, I'm just a misdirect. Predators came out in 2010 or 20, uh -huh. 2010, 2010. And the Predator is 2018. Yes. And so I am, and I'm sorry, which one just got ruled out? We just ruled out Predators. Okay, so it's either the 2018 one that has the Boogie Nights person or it's both. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I don't, do I swing for the fences and say both? Like, like Jessica said, that'd be wild if it was that, but I'm going to go with the, e the, the simpler answer and I hope I'm not playing it too safe. I'm going to say the Predator 2018 final answer. A predator is your final answer. I wish I had Gigantic. dramatic. I wish I had dramatic music. <laughs> we use it on my show. I should just send the file to you. Um, 
well, your long pause is making me question myself. But yeah, that is my final answer. Yeah, the long pauses are just because I, you know, I'm uh, I'm doing too many things at once. Okay. I really should. I I, I should be. <laughs> forget it. I was going to make a dumb joke, but anyway. Yeah, that's my final answer. Final answer. I just always I have trouble reaching for the correct sound effect. Is my is my issue. I get it. I don't I don't want to screw it up. Your final answer is. The predator. The predator. <laughs> you did it. You did it. What an <laughs> exhilarating, frightening, but exhilaratingly frightening. Can we, get, can we guess who the actor is now? I know who the actor is. I think. <laughs> yeah, you can if you want. I yeah, I uh, I would tell you if if nobody did know. Uh, who is it, Brandon? It's uh, Thomas Jane, right? Mm-hmm. Thomas Jane, who in that scene with the firecrackers and the drug deals on a ride, <laughs> Boogie Nights is one of the greatest sequences of, of ever. Brilliant. Speaking of Marky Mark, <laughs> I mean, that guy, Mark Wahlberg, you know, he's a perfectly fine actor and he's in good movies, but man, Boogie Nights, like he's never going to top it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just how it is um, okay so uh we got allison's got a point now and brandon's got a point and uh and i have nothing so you have opportunity <laughs> you have an opportunity coming your way very soon uh but uh brandon's first on this next round right you were after uh allison yes yeah. Okay. <laughs> just I knew that. Just checking. Just checking. <laughs> All right. Uh, here's the factoid. This is one hour and forty-seven minutes long. One hour and forty-seven minutes. Uh, yeah. Is that the pred? Is that the predator? Predators. Or, or both movies are one hour and 47 minutes. Shit. I remember them both being pretty short. Uh, man, that'd be risky, though. <laughs> you know what? Let's let's put it all in, baby. Both. You're pushing it all in? Do you're saying that do both of these both. movies, you're saying that they just both happen to be one hour and 47 minutes long. Two Predator movies that were made eight years apart. I just remember them both being other two hours because I remember being happy that I didn't have to spend more time in the theater. <laughs> right. They were, they were, uh, they were, uh, they were, you know, they were doing you a favor by keeping it a little tighter. Yeah. I mean, the classic, a lot of the classic horror movies are like 90 minutes. I never understand a two, two, two and a half hour horror movie, but you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> I guess you're getting more for your money, but if you're locking in, you think both of those movies are an hour 47. Mm -hmm. That's what you're doing. Yeah. That's what's happening right now. You're locking it in. Yeah. This is, you know, this is, if you get this, it's for the win. Doug, that's my final answer. You're rising my anxiety, bro. I got, (laughs) I'm not going to take it back. Okay. That is correct. Oh, No wonder you're the champion. Yeah, you're a genius. My God. He just keeps going. The last time, uh, you know, uh, didn't you have like another streak of like five wins in a row? Yeah, like five in a row, yeah. Yeah. And you're, you're, this is uh, win number three this time? This is two. Two? The new round. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. uh, 
oh, how you do Lord. moving uh, forward into the future. Can you join us again this Sunday? Do you think? Uh, we'll we'll talk Let's offline. Leave I, it I a cliffhanger. So. It'll be a cliffhanger. Maybe you'll be there, but you'll definitely be back soon. Oh. And uh, you get to uh, do your plugs first. What would you like to plug? Oh yeah. Well, first, uh, Jess and Allison, it was a pleasure. I'm sorry, Allison. I know uh, I could feel, I could feel the the heat from the zoom, but, uh, yeah. folks, you can follow me at American Collins on all social media platforms, AmericanCollins.com. I have shows in New York cause I'm here for extra week. And then also in LA, which I'll be returning to at the end of the month. So please come out if you're in those markets and just check out my movie podcast, medium popcorn. It's available on all podcast applications, Spotify, all that good stuff. And, uh, thank you again, Doug, for having me on, man. Thank you for doing it. And I, I need to point out, there's a chance you might just be uh, on the show permanently. You might just keep winning <laughs> and uh, be on it all the time. So you might, in your plugs, you might want to start mentioning that you're on, you're on Douglas movies. I'll be back time. next week, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got a fun idea before we get to everyone else's stuff they want to plug and we wrap this thing up. Um, I think I think this whole predators thing is kind of an interesting, you know, that, that just that all these movies exist and that they have so many weird little uh, wrinkles to them. I, I have two more of these that are that I've prepared. Would you like to play them? Absolutely, yeah. That's what I'm thinking, and we're gonna, and of course, Jessica's gonna go first. It's my time. Uh, yeah, it's my time to shine. <laughs> this is uh, this is a, a redemption situation. Uh, let's let's see what you can do with this one. <laughs> Which one, the the predator, or predators, or both, has the guy who killed John Wick's dog in it? Oh my god! Do you remember which actor killed? I can remember John his face, Wicks's but I can't dog? think of. And then which or both of those movies would he... I mean, let's be serious. Both of these, I've never seen neither of these movies. So therefore, I, you know, I've seen John Wick, obviously, but that doesn't help me because yeah. I haven't seen the other two films. I didn't think that through when I was like, let's do the rest of these, that you'd have the same... <laughs> yeah, same expectations. Um, yeah, I'm going fl to flip a coin here. Yeah, I love it. Okay, and it is The Predator. That is correct. You did, <laughs> you did it, Jessica. Oh my gosh. My spidey senses are really on, on key. <laughs> I try to tell people anybody can win on Douglas movies. And uh, this is proof because uh, without having seen either of the films, you sussed it out somehow. And the actor is uh, he's gone, he's becoming bigger and bigger now because uh, of Game of Thrones and yeah, stuff. Yeah, Theon, right? Alf, Alfie Allen. Oh, yeah, he's great. Oh, Alfie. That's yeah. right. It's Alfie. Billy yeah. Allen's brother. Wait, I didn't know he was the bad guy in John Wick. And I have a question. <laughs> uh, yes. Do you go by Jess or Jessica? Have I been calling you the wrong name the entire show? I go show? by Jess, but it's okay. You can I'm so sorry. It's totally fine. Doug, can it's you totally not fine. release this? Basically, <laughs> basically, I mean, I did it too. I also kept saying Jessica. Only when, so you're, sorry. only when you're angry at me, you're allowed to call me Jessica. I'm so, <laughs> this is all Doug's fault because I asked him earlier uh, who the other guests were going to be and it's Doug's fault. I mean, let's be serious. Right it's really my publicist's fault. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, works well, for that's me. the other that thing. I mean, I guess, I guess it's good that we're not referring to you as Jessica M. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, I have to say the first time when I worked with um, F. Murray Abram, I was like, do I call him F? What do, <laughs> I, what do I call him? So I just called him Mr. Abram. And then he was like, call me Murray. I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that makes things complicated when people go by. And yeah, <laughs> but, but how... How freaking warm of an individual. What a nice guy that dude is. Oh, no. He is so sweet. He's like one of the sweetest people. Um, and he will do whatever accent you have. So he was <laughs> in Australian the whole day. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Which hilarious. normally would annoy me, but not when it's F. Mario. Right? Yeah. Then it's just like, wow, I'm watching this guy do me. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, Jessica, let's continue the streak. Let's it's see if you can get Jess- to it's Jess, mate. We just went through this. Jesus. <laughs> Unless you're angry at me. Gosh. All right. <laughs> and I haven't called Brandon Brando the whole episode, which is I call him that sometimes for fun. Uh, okay. Here it is, Jay. <laughs> Love it. Has someone from a regular from that 70s show Ooh. in it? Predators, the predator, or both. Once again, I'm going to be guessing. And I, I'm going to guess the other one because I, no, I guess that I'm going to do predators. Predators with an S. With an S. And no, the. No, the. Just the predators one. It's interesting. Like in a book of movie reviews, alphabetically, it would be predators and then predators, comma, the. Exactly. Exactly. That. <laughs> so that's your answer. Predators, predators, predator, the common. No, the. no, predators. The with predator. the S. Predators. Okay. I'm trying to trick you into. Yeah, changing. you are trying to trick me. Yeah. Predators <laughs> with an S from 2010. That is correct. Hey. Yeah. That's so good at guessing. Back on the... that's, maybe that should be your go-to in, in the future in competition to say, well, can we just start from after the competition is over? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I'll win. I shine. Who That's is it? Who, which actor is, is it? Which uh, That particular one was, uh, yeah, totally Brennan, Brennan, your knowledge is insane. Uh, yeah, I'm a nerd. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Uh, this character has a terrible twist that like just made me so furious when I saw it in the theater. What did? Uh, Topher Grace's character arc, like, is just oh, the right. way it wraps. I was like, I hate this. Yeah, not he even his... has an arc. I mean, that's shocking that he. Uh, has an yeah, yeah, I'm being generous. <laughs> <laughs> so both of these movies are super bad. No, yeah. no, they're well, they're bad-ish. I'd say. I'd say they're not. They're not great, but I think both of them have. Especially the Predator was, uh, you know, written and directed by Shane Black. Oh, and, okay. Uh, and oh. Fred Decker, who did the, uh, you know, what's that thing called? Uh, the kid, the ghost, the kid, kid movie with the ghosts, um, oh. Squad, the something Squad, and um, Monster Squad. Oh, Fred like Decker did Monster Black Squad. So Doc- maybe we just, uh, maybe that's the redeeming one. It's got well, a better cast. I will definitely say that. Like, even yeah. though Predators has an Oscar winner, like yeah. the Predator was a little bit more fun. It just it gets really wonky. Yeah. yeah but like you know keegan michael key is in it that's always a plus and um yeah 
That's yeah, it's I, you know, I, I it's not terrible, but it's 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 I wanted it to be better because I really liked uh, the nice guys and kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Like, I'm just a big Shane Black fan. So, like, it, it, in that sense, it disappointed me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I mean, um, hey, but we're all watching Prey. We all you guys think Prey is fantastic. Me yeah. and Allison are going to watch Prey. Yeah, it's gonna be right. good. Yeah. There we go. If you can't see the invitation this weekend, like, you know, you're stuck at home or something, then watch, definitely see Prey. And is there anything else you'd like to mention, Jessica, about uh, the invitation uh, before we go? No, I just think it's, you know, it's one of those one of those films that I think is better seen in the cinema and go out yeah. and go see it. It's got Natalie Manuel, Thomas Doherty. It's an origin story of a brighter Drac- Dracula, which I think hasn't been done before. And I'd love to hear what all of you think. I I think it's great already. I You know, just the trailers. Uh, I mean, I don't watch entire trailers. Good. I watch until I know whether I'm going to see the movie or not. That's what I, I do watch, too. Like, I like watch the first. I went, this looks solid off. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm like, I watch the first 20 seconds. I'm like, that's enough. That's enough. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, because it really it does kind of line up that the end of the trailer is probably if it is going to ruin anything, it's you know the end of the trailer is going to have the end scene of the movie or something, you know, because the trailers tend to tell things you know straight through. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh. Well, everybody, yeah, go see that and listen to Allison Rosen is your new best friend. And what's the one you do with Greg? uh, so I have three podcasts. So oh, Alex okay. is your new best friend, Childish with Greg Fitzsimmons. And then I host or co-host Upworthy Weekly, which is a lighthearted news podcast that comes out on Saturdays. People might be familiar with Upworthy uh, and they now have a podcast and I'm co-hosting it. Everyone check it out, please. Who's on that with you? Uh, do you know Todd Perry? He used to work at KLSX. I don't know him, but uh, he the, is... the two of you. Uh, yeah, he's delightful. We do. Yes, we disagree on a lot of stuff. He has two tortoises and he didn't tell me that until like far into our working relationship because he didn't he worried that I would think he's like a creepy reptile guy. And I just feel like if you have two tortoises, you should lead with that because it's fascinating. He and I have very different opinions about the Mariah Carey Christmas song. We have different opinions about zucchini. It keeps it fun. I mean, yeah, that sounds intense. It's uh, it sounds like we you're... still get along. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, and I'm sorry, what's the Greg Fitzsimmons one called again? Called, always... That's called Childish. Childish. There you yes. go. Yeah, and that's about uh, raising kids. We call it our p- parenting ish podcast because, in theory, it's about parenting, but we oftentimes will be like, we should mention our kids because we end up not talking about parenting a lot we talk about our lives yeah but it yeah in theory it's about parenting well all right thank you for uh for being with us today thank you uh here's here's the doug plugs for this episode doug loves movies is back at dynasty typewriter with a live audience on saturday september 17th at 4 20 in los angeles and then uh we're doing it at the punchline in san francisco on saturday October 15th, also at 420. All my dates and deets and links are at douglovesmovies.com. What a great time this has been today. Three wonderful guests. I'll say their names one more time. Brandon Collins, Allison Rosen. I'm sorry, Allison. I'm going back to my old alphabetical. It's okay. I get it. I get it. It's all right. All right. And hang on a second. I got to mentally prepare myself for this last one. Jess. Oh my God, my lips are trembling. They want to say more, more syllables. Thompson. 
That's it. You got it. (laughs) (laughs) That's all we needed. Thanks, everybody. This was so Uh, much fun. Thank you. Fun as always, man. I always end every episode with the uh, last line from a motion picture. And today was I had a hectic morning, so I didn't bother to you know do the research and pick like I probably would have picked like a Tim Burton movie. But let's ask Jess to help us out here. Do you have from your you know movie going uh, lifetime of movie watching? being a filmmaker do you have a favorite last line in a movie oh god i can think of my favorite 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 lines but uh now i'm trying to think i mean last Um, lines are weird because they're either just sort of you know just sort of a vague like it doesn't necessarily yeah i've always relied on the kindness of strangers is that a last one oh i think she says that to somebody at the very on oh i thought it was at the end when they're taking her away oh Oh, no, that's I'm ready for my close-up, Mr. DeMille. <laughs> yeah, it's a different one. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. That's true. <laughs> All right. But that's a, I well, mean, I'm going to steal that one, then. Yeah, that's the per- That's perfect. I, I mean, I might have done it on the show before, but I'm happy to do it again because that's that is that's that's the thing is Billy Wilder, the you know writer-director of that movie, that sort of seemed to be something he was gunning for. Is like uh, you know the apartment and so yeah, like yeah. have like kind of a, a great last line. Oh, I which, do like, have one. I just thought of one. Okay, okay. Cas- Casablanca. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. All right. Yeah, that's another amazing Classic. one. Classic. All right, and 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 this is, I believe. So I'm gonna. I will close it out with that. Thanks again, everybody. As always, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Love it. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause Doug.